The following podcast is for mature audiences only, so hey, look, if you're under 18, just turn it off, okay? Do you know the secrets of making friends? They are so simple and easy. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. Hey guys, it's Ms. Jenga. It's Freckles. And we are here with a guest. I've been trying to get her on the podcast I know. for like a year. Right? You can she, admit it. You've been fantasizing about I it. I have. Right? I know. I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm not normally into delayed gratification, but... Um, you know, this... Mm, yeah. <laughs> making it worth my while. Yay. This is the fabulous, amazing, wonderful Jenny Bird. Hi. Welcome to yeah. the O-Face. Thank you. Thank We're you for having me. So happy to have you. I'm super stoked to be here. Yeah. And it's y- awesome. You and I met uh, through mutual friends, mm-hmm. my polyqueer fun friends mm-hmm. up uh, a little bit further up north yay and our you, people yes yes and you are in the process of launching relaunching redefining mm-hmm. recommitting <laughs> yes to your relationship coaching which is super exciting yeah. i basically um was in denial for a long time that i was able to and how pretend. is that river? Was it warm and cozy? Or <laughs> you know, I spent a lot of time uh, kind of in the mainstream part of that river, um, right? Going back and getting a degree, and then once I got done with it, it was like, eh, yeah. Let's. <laughs> What'd you get your these... degree in? So my degree basically it strengthened my skills in clinical interviewing. Okay. So my bachelor's is in human services, which nice. is a huge, mm-hmm. ranging, big umbrella degree. Um, but it allowed me to really, really hone my skills right. in adult education and clinical interviewing, talking to people, making them feel comfortable, making sure they feel heard. Right. And yeah, active turns listening. Out, you got your degree in active listening, which I already <laughs> was a major geek on, and you're so, really good at that too. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and one of the one of the things that I brought you in for, uh, we brought you into New Horizons to mm-hmm. teach uh, a sexy STI talk. So it was uh, one of the Fantasy Fridays that I put together, and it was dirty talk and fun ways to get verbal and mm-hmm. more audio sexual fun stuff. Yeah. And part of that is how do you embrace and own your sexual history? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you figure out what you like? But first of all, how can you make STI talks, that health talk that everybody is all scared of? How mm-hmm. do you make it sexy? And yeah. you just did a fantastic job. It's so much fun. I don't know if I told you this actually, but it came out of being asked to do the intro for a private sex party. Okay. And you know, it's oh. not it's not uncommon for people yeah. to have sex parties at their house and you want to do something right, right at the beginning mm-hmm. to set the tone and to ask people. Absolutely. Here's the behaviors of consent that we embrace here yes. in this space. So somebody came over and said, it's not like it was the first time. It was definitely <laughs> further along than sloppy seconds. But someone said, <laughs> would you like to do the sex talk yeah. tonight? And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And looked at a friend of mine also and said, you know are you willing to play with me in, you know, during this talk? And it was very spontaneous mm-hmm. and it was great. We re- what we really did was flirt. Sure. As I was also mixing in, 
hey, guess what? You know, I've got these things that someone might say that they're limitations. I don't see them that way. I see them as opportunities for creativity. And that really has actually grown into being a philosophy. So I love teaching that workshop. Right. And that happened years ago in a way that has really like shaped, I would say, you know, my philosophy for like, the messy life like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and it was awesome and having had people come to me years later and say I was there at that party and that was awesome excuse me yeah and the the class that you gave the workshop it was a round robin type Mm -hmm, scenario mm -hmm. so it was kind of like lecture style and then people could come and talk to us and we had a little activity Mm -hmm. activity nap snack that's Mm -hmm. you know how you do the thing (laughs) um that actually really helped me get more creative with those talks that mm. that I was having with people and now uh-huh. now a year year and a half later mm-hmm. uh, I was telling a story on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about how I was just like wh- how often do you get tested like I am way mm-hmm. more upfront with people about oh, it yeah. than I was before definitely so am I yeah awesome yeah. And, and it's just that level yes. of comfort and like how how do you get comfortable to having that talk you just do it yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. really interesting to me how many times since since the, I mean it was it was something that it was a it was a talk that I had mm-hmm. with people because it was expected. Yeah. And you know, of course, like oh, I'm embarrassed, oh, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So when you were talking about being flirtatious with it and being, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, you know, here's this thing, I've got this problem or whatever, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. and it's and it covers everything: is medical issues, yeah. movement issues, you know, mobility, um, STIs, that, STDs, whatever, yeah. you know, anything that you uh, require that we all have, Your you know, we have to body. wear complete mm-hmm. Saran wrap and <laughs> whatever it is, yeah, whatever it is has to be communicated because you're going to be sticking things into other things mm-hmm. or getting things stuck into you and it's important mm-hmm. um but it's amazing it's amazing me since then because that's when it really clicked for me mm-hmm. and i already been in the lifestyle for a while awesome. so it was it wasn't it was a conversation i had it was always an awkward conversation because um. you know you're like oh I, this is well this is kind of weird because we're talking about but then after that it was like oh well pff, here we go mm-hmm. and so Many of the people that I know were there that night also kind of leveled up at the they same did. time, which was yeah. a cool thing. And yeah. now when I'm having that conversation with somebody who's not, who's like, why are you asking me these questions? Like, because mm, I, oh, uh-huh. I, I would, pr- I, actually, I would like to not die. Yeah. Thank you. Or, yeah, exactly. you know, get sick or have a thing or mm-hmm. just to let you know that I am yeah. thinking about this thing that we're going to be doing mm-hmm. and I want us to be safe and happy and you know, consensual, and and exactly. so everybody knows what's 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 happening, and completely consensual because yeah. that's that's one thing that I know people contracted stuff in their twenties mm-hmm. when they did have the talk, and somebody wasn't completely honest, right, right, you know, because they were embarrassed or scared or whatever. Well, yeah. and also consent is very similar to respect. It means different things to different people. Mm-hmm. It also means different things to different people at different times in their life when you're 20 you know I like to say I have been poly my entire sexual adult life I've been poly since I was 15 um but I did it very badly you know for my first few years well and and poly wasn't even a word when you Uh, started doing it so definitely not on my radar (laughs) not to age you no 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 definitely oh I have no problem with that but yeah I have been really inspired by actually went to a party and someone had just gotten diagnosed with 
an STI. And mm-hmm. I want to say, I want to say it was like herpes, you know, HSV2, I mm-hmm. think is what it was. And they had just found out and they were processing that. And I think they're probably a little not sober. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. we were dancing together on the dance floor and they were saying, I am contagious. I am contagious in a really like sexy way. Oh yeah. <laughs> that also was just ridiculous. They yeah. were really obviously were trying to come to terms and... with it and yes, they were processing it by embracing it. And it really, you know, hit me in a in a excellent hot spot in my brain where I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, there's never a thing that you're doing that isn't exposing you to risk." Like, oh, yeah. You're always contagious when you're using your body in any way. So, like, you know, eating out at a restaurant, we all know, yep. can be an adventure. Well, and, yeah. I mean, you can get you, know. you can get uh, hepatitis. Yeah. You and, know? And that's that's what people don't understand. It's mm-hmm. like herpes is a virus. Yeah. Like, it's no it's different from getting a cold from handling a grocery cart. Yeah. You exactly. Know? Just because it involves genitals is where all the shame and all the yep. garbage comes from. Yeah. So. And that's kind of my whole thing. What happens when we throw shame out the window? When Freckles is talking about like basically what happens if we do this conversation differently? Yeah. And it's not from really it's not approaching it anymore from that negative side of like I have a limitation or I have this thing and we want to avoid yeah. risk. But instead we want to acknowledge and own and play with and be creative. Mm-hmm. So it's a form of like creative responsibility. Not that you're going to be creative about taking responsibility for yeah. it. But so what if, what if someone is in that stage where, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, like I just, yeah. I just found out that I've got an STI mm-hmm. and there, mm-hmm. there are different flavors. There's the totally curable bacterial ones, mm-hmm. the syphilis, the gonorrhea, the chlamydia, the, mm-hmm. You just take a pill or get a shot and it's done and over with. Yep. And then there's the viral, which is the herpes, the HPV, the human papillomavirus, which is genital warts Mm -hmm. um, that can also cause throat issues and a whole bunch of other things that people don't really want to talk about. Cervical cancer, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, There are vaccines for that Mm -hmm. that are on the market, which unfortunately, if you're not between the ages of 11 and 23, your insurance won't come company won't cover which it. is not true anymore oh they changed it yeah yes it's one of those many areas where it's like hey guess what if you make a stink like okay the yeah. squeaky wheel see i yeah. made a stink at my my yeah. physical last year they checked for me mm-hmm. not happening so i'll do it again this year it's an, so. there you go yeah it's an interesting thing so all of all of it too is interesting because hpv the majority of people have it and yeah. have had it yeah. and most of it gives you no issues at all you may never have bumps on your junk which is a phrase that i got from a friend (laughs) that i really embrace you may never have those bumps and you may never have issues with cervical cancer but Mm -hmm. you know you get a pap smear to make sure right to basically and i would say that jumps in like i'm jumping away a little bit from the clinical side and i always like to be very clear that i'm not a clinician my approach is education and communication yeah 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 and play right um but definitely you know not a doctor however i feel like the entire underlying thing is being like what uh, how can i take care of my body 
so that I can have a lot more fun. Right. And mm-hmm. that, that was leading into the question that I had yeah. surrounding that. If someone is at that beginning stage of, you know, identifying, okay, this is something that I'm dealing with. Because the other piece of that, too, that people don't realize is that those things can also, the viral, mm-hmm. can be dormant. And then yep. spring up years after. So absolutely, sometimes there's no way to track where or how you got it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. most of the time. Even the the herpes tests. Like if you've had chickenpox, sometimes those damn things can come back positive, and they're not actually positive. Oh yeah, you know? and yeah. The, also I think it's a great opportunity to talk about the fact that the herpes test is a good example. There's um, several different ways to interpret test results. Mm-hmm. It's not as simple as. A yes or a no. Yeah. Um, so if you get tested because your doctor thinks maybe you have mono, that test is likely going to come back as one thing is going to say that it's positive because you probably had mono when you were a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yes. So unless you're in full-blown symptomatic, there's actually not a clear you have mono today right? Mm-hmm. versus, okay, so it kind of looks like you probably had mono sometime more than six months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's really complicated. The tests and how to interpret them are really complicated. Mm-hmm. So that actually really feeds into how to think about it and how to communicate it. Right. And right. Yeah. yeah, so if you are in that stage of just finding out that you have something and trying to get your head wrapped around how you're going to tell people. Right. That is a call that I get often. Yeah. That is as a, a relationship yeah. coach, because yep. that's, that's a huge, huge thing. You got to be okay with it yourself and understand where you're at with it. Mm-hmm. And then, so what are some creative things that you would tell people to, to do and keep their partner safe? Absolutely. So, uh, two things, which are figuring out what your elevator speech is about, not just, potential bumps on your junk but your body Mm -hmm. just exactly like you were talking about I'm really digging on that Mm -hmm. basically being able to say to somebody yeah I had a cold two weeks ago is really really important um so let's say that I am going to a party and I did have a cold two weeks ago or I know from five years ago that I have herpes I feel like herpes is one that we really avoid talking about and that's great to just embrace they act like it's yeah, a death thank, sentence. thank you 80s yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true and then so those true. delightful commercials of walking on the beach like it's a douche commercial <laughs> well, now, yes, yes exactly. now we have zoravax or yeah. whatever the which yeah, i know. will say is pretty awesome for people who have the painful side effects absolutely of, so it is absolutely. good for people i'm very pro like hey did you know there's a treatment for that like there's right. an app for that um <laughs> i feel like is a really good thing for people to know so yeah if you talk to your doctor mm-hmm. and then yeah you get ready you're getting ready you're getting all gussied up going to sex party and cringing to think about okay yeah. so if something happens how am I gonna have this talk especially if it's new mm-hmm. and I like to tell people like getting creative with safer sex because mm-hmm. safe sex you know right. if safe sex exists or if safe life exists like Maybe someone should let me know. I don't know. It's not really my thing anyway. Um, But if life becomes less, you know, risky, I guess someone let me know if there's an app for that. (laughs) Right. Um, Right. But yeah, yeah, you're getting all dressed up and you're thinking, how am I going to say this? And it feels like an ugh moment instead of saying, you know what I love doing that is super hot. I actually really love it when someone puts a glove on 
and I have had them talking in my ear and I'm getting really wet Mm -hmm. and then they just slide their hand into me and maybe I rub my clit a little bit while you finger fuck me. Guess what? I'm going to come really hard and it's going to be totally safe. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) (laughs) How awesome is that? It's it's awesome on a lot of levels and I do (laughs) really like to tell people making out is a somewhat there's risk like and yeah and i don't want people to get worried about you know all of these things because really getting the flu is far more likely and also is going to have a bigger impact on your actual life than a lot of these other things um and at the same time yeah you should know you're gonna go make out with someone there's some risk there's risk yes please dear god (laughs) i don't care how hot you are if you have a sore throat let me, yeah. Let me know. Let me know. Really? Yeah. Because there's a lot of other... You can still give me a completely amazing, hot, sensual, naked, oily massage, mm-hmm. and we cannot make out Yep. today. Mm-hmm. And right. that also can be hot. Let's put off something. And there are people yeah. that I have encountered um, that are, when they say they are not fluid bonded to anybody, they mm-hmm. mean no fluid. Mm. No saliva, nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the fluid bonding for them is is right in this box of ah. yeah. I also really love that fluid bonding for them phrase. Mm-hmm. It's like all of these things. Like it's really interesting to think through the assumptions we make about language. Like mm-hmm. just because this mm-hmm. word means a thing to you, right? Yes, right. For and sure. so, yeah, the more. So how far back, like with the, the sexual history thing, do you feel people should disclose? Like if it's if it's a bacterial mm. infection, like is what is the rule of thumb surrounding that? Because right. if you right. had, you know, if you had a case of syphilis when you were in the Navy and you were 19. Sure, sure. And you haven't had and it got fixed. Yeah. You know, you still have your nose. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, it's sometimes you went to a doctor and someone gave and you a pill somebody or a fixed shot you. and yeah. you're right. good. Yeah, yeah. So is that something that you would recommend people disclose man you know? i don't know i i don't know on that I've one always i would been curious say, on that and yeah. I've, I've asked a couple people and they're like no not for mm-hmm. yeah not for a bacterial infection that's yeah not for through. current that, yeah it's, it's stuff that. that that could potentially be a risk to them so no. i was just curious yeah. what your thoughts were on that i think it's one of those things where in a when you're talking about going to a bar and having a hookup that's new and fresh what you're going to talk about is more of a relevant higher risk mm-hmm. what's been going on in the last year or two yeah right that's definitely and then i think what's awesome about the sex positive community mm-hmm. is when you're looking at building a longer term play relationship or dating relationship or really any number of the different types of bonobo monkey things that we really like to do (laughs) that take a lot of different shapes and forms but when you I just use this blanket I like the word relationship so when you're getting to know someone I really love it when we start talking about the nature of body maintenance Mm -hmm. Uh because it's not disease it's not illness it's body maintenance like no one is perfectly healthy as much as those ads would love for us to believe that that's the case. Like, sure. Nobody is. So when I start chatting with someone and they're like, they're using language that is like, well, I feel 
that, you know, when someone is presenting symptoms of blah, 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 or when test results come back that indicate it's language, that language is very different than someone saying my last test indicated that I was clean. So as, as opposed to being dirty. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. And yeah. it's also yeah. the one is fairly black and white and and not not in negative way, but a little bit shallow as sure. far as like we haven't really embraced the deep exploration of the G spot of how do we look at STIs. Like, and what what would that look like for you? Like you were saying, as mm-hmm. you're getting more into the the deeper relationship as opposed to just the you know one night stand getting yeah. banged in the the bathroom at the pub. Yeah. So um, I love like it's hot for me mm-hmm. when you know the potentially gender queer young person sitting next to me is starting to chat and they're saying so I would really like to make out with you and I've had cold sores in the past and how do you feel about HSV1 mm-hmm. and what they mean is as a philosophy how do you feel about it right yeah. and that's you know that turns on my brain and my mouth because my yeah. brain is like yeah you know what the majority of people have HSV1 sure there's more new things happening with HSV1 that mean that if you have a, you know, current cold sore and you want to have oral sex, that might be a more in-depth conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's a philosophy around health and how you have stuff. So, yeah, it's a more in-depth conversation about, for me, I don't give a shit if people have HSV1. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Also... I don't give a shit what kind of junk you have. I date people <laughs> on the entire gender spectrum. I call it a need to know basis. Right. Until I'm going to have a particular type of sex with someone or literally have their junk in front of my face. I don't necessarily need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, stone butches are a thing that exists in the lesbian community. There are people who... Tell me what a stone butch is for uh, our, well, our audience. You shouldn't treat me as an expert, but I will That's say okay. the Just stone butches that I have had sex with were really happy to give pleasure mm-hmm. uh, to others by using their bodies and were not as into receiving, receiving. pleasure. Oh. So what is yeah. the stone butch mean what do you I, know what that term you know i don't actually okay. know i've made assumptions all right um all right. yeah but i really uh as a sex positive relationship coach like i'm really into talking about behaviors um nice. and nice. so yeah i can tell you that what it meant to me on that hookup that was so hot thank you to the stone bitch out there who might hear this, <laughs> nice. was that i got off really really hard without nice. necessarily knowing whether this person had a penis or a vagina or some other, you know, thing that had been going on. Because maybe they had been taking hormones and things change. Mm-hmm. Nice. But it didn't matter because yeah. it wasn't relevant. Right. So, yeah, that's a big, long, very Jenny Bird rambling answer to a short question. That's okay. I, I definitely like those. Mm-hmm. So, and how did you come about your personal philosophy with HPV and really because I started having a lot of sex when I was really young mm-hmm. which was awesome um I slipped and fell into this amazing group of artists mm-hmm. like and they just were very comfortable with using their bodies to have fun mm-hmm. and they were definitely not good at uh necessarily communicating you know 
definitely like they were teenagers we were all teenagers sure but there was a lot of like yeah hey i'm gonna come over to your house literally to pick you guys up to go have ice cream like that's how teenager this experience was like yeah. i was going to someone's house to pick them up and my girlfriend at the time when i got there was sitting on her sofa making out with another girl mm-hmm. while that girl's boyfriend was reading a comic book while he was sitting on a chair mm-hmm. i'm sure watching them well, a yeah. little bit sure. like just over the tip exactly and yet i will say that i also know from knowing him that he was also enjoying the comic like that well, nice. i oh, yeah. i have a soft spot in my heart for sure for the nerdy oh yeah poly guys oh yeah for sure but i you know i was 15 when that happened mm-hmm. and they made out. I introduced myself to him. I had never met him before. We chatted a little bit. And then we all did go get ice cream. Right. Yeah. It was, you know, very much like just a part of my life. And so I started having amazing sexual experiences. And I got to have orgies when I was super young. Yeah. And so I oh, also. Man. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> lucky. Very lucky. I, I was. I did too. I <laughs> was. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Fun. Yeah. Fun times. Should we apologize? Nope. No. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> came You're making late. up for lost time, man. Came I'm to it late you. and jumping in. You so. came nice. to it at the right time. <laughs> came at it at the right time. It's all about the journey. Man, there are a lot of jokes that could be made. Yes. Right there. Of course. Yes. yes. Um, I was really lucky. Also, though, I had two. Uh, close friends that had the awesome older sister uh-huh. and I feel like we should do another shout out to the awesome older sister because I'm the oldest but basically I had two different uh, they were probably what I don't know 18 they seemed like a sophisticated oh, sure. side so to me. much older than us. <laughs> yes yes yeah they had oh, yeah. both worked for Planned Parenthood oh nice oh wow nice yeah and so I was really uh Educated. Well, really, it was that, like, this tool is here for you. Like, Got it. Parenthood, okay. guess what? Super available. All the cool kids are doing it. Right. And so, and then I also, on top of that, had positive experiences when I went to Planned Parenthood. Good. I had good doctors. I had great conversations. Mm-hmm. It felt like a positive experience for me to go. And so I kept going, and I kept learning, and I kept finding out... Yeah, it's super interesting um, because I, that's one of the things that I find with those of us that are skipping down the path of either being relationship <laughs> coaches or educators or whatever in the mm-hmm. sex positive community is that we all had an older person in our formative years yes. when we were becoming sexually active who was adamant about mm-hmm. condom use and had the accurate information mm-hmm. and was not... They were fearless. Yeah. And even if they didn't go on to do anything with it, it was like you planted that seed and exactly. made it made it okay for me to explore and, and do that. So you, you had uh, I did. Planned Parenthood mentors. That's yeah. cool. And I also like, so, so the whole thing also came as a package. There was some excellent feminism mixed in there sure. too. Like, um, you know, I hardcore remember this person saying to me, you know, the Trinity method was the thing at the time that mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood, that was kind of their um, sales pitch at the time. You know, Explain the Trinity the method. The Trinity yes. method, which the Holy Trinity, which is use three different yeah. forms of birth control all at oh, once. Yeah. yeah. And so um, be on the pill, 
you can still get spermicide <laughs> and use a condom <laughs> right yeah right. so like triple you know triple protection triple x protection right um but i specifically remember uh this person saying to me she said you know what jenny if they don't go down they don't get in <laughs> And nice. such sass, you know, nice. so much sass. But yeah, a strong sense of everyone deserves to um, enjoy. There's some movie where somebody says like, it's not his vor- his version of the dad sex talk is like, you know, it's not over until you both have your fortune cookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I was right? taught that like yeah. with the safer sex, with the encouragement mm-hmm. to you know utilize these other tools Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. yeah so i would go and find out how lucky i had been because i certainly had fucked up like while fucking and so i would go and just feel really like whoo i'm glad that i know this now right and (laughs) that's awesome and then also like later in life i did have bumps on my junk i had a completely benign uh, SDI called Molluscum contagiosum. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something out of Harry Potter. It uh-huh. does, yep. yeah. It's not actually considered an STI often anymore, and I could go on a whole long tail on that, but I won't. But basically, you get bumps, uh-huh. and then they go away. And that's it. And that's it. And there's no treatment. Are they similar to the the polyps that guys can get on their penises that are just the white? The n- pearly, pearly penile papule. <laughs> yeah. That's a favorite of Dr. Oh, Bruce. Oh, the PPP. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I, they're almost like little zits. They almost huh. are like little whiteheads. Okay. And, yeah. you know, they're not really painful. They don't really have anything. But if you have those at the time, there's a certain length of time that I'm forgetting right now. Where you can give them to someone else. You can actually accidentally give them to someone else via a bath towel. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, it's really not necessarily an STI because your ability to get them is pretty easy. Sure. But also for me, you know, as I'm finding out that I have these bumps on my junk, what's happening? Shame. And so what do I do? I'm a talker. So I call my girlfriend. Right. We do some talking. And a, a good friend. Put me in my place by saying this phrase, like, you know what, Jenny? They're just fucking pumps on your junk. <laughs> <laughs> so what? You have to have this conversation now and tell right. people they have bumps on your junk. So I had the opportunity to get super creative because my thing at that point was I just wanted to have sex that wasn't going to put other people at risk. At risk, sure. Um, yeah. And sometimes that was really, really easy. You know, it was really easy to just go to a party and only make out with people. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much shame. It was laziness in a fabulous way of just being really clear with myself about this is a safer, creative, awesome way for me to enjoy myself. Right. That doesn't put anybody else at risk. I don't have to have a big talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great. I had a doctor look at them. I had a doctor tell me this is the deal. Right. And the doctor's attitude about it also was very like, meh, eh. <laughs> like yeah. there, you know, and you're like, there's not a thing like we live in the United States in the modern world. There's not a pill I can swallow to make this shameful thing. This evidence go of some go away. That I have. Yeah. Yes, just magically. And the doctor's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing. which is much better, actually. Yes. I mean, being honest about yes. it than doctors for a long time. I mean, I know you, Jenga, had issues oh. with doctors telling you like, well, 
you're got, sterile now. You've got this thing, so you're not ever going to oh. be able to have kids. Oh, yeah. Like, what a great idea that seems to be. And that Holy was actually shit. a friend of mine went Oof. on to be a gynecologist, and he reported back to me that that was a technique that they were teaching in their ethics class. Yeah. Oh. To prevent teenage girls from being promiscuous. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, podcast listeners, you can't see Jenga's face getting red. <laughs> I was, so, I'm still pissed so about it. Right are both. This is yeah. the yeah. rampage that few, yeah. that we and this eat was, for breakfast. This yep. was yeah. uh, this was the early, early ni- 90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like right yeah. before we got together. Oh, my God. Yeah, just crazy. And wow. I was like, yep. and at that time, I'm like, I know, I. At that point, I knew fuck all about mm-hmm. sex. Yeah, and, and I had I had had a compared to what I know now, mm-hmm. and I was I was like, really? Uh-huh. How the fuck does somebody do that? Yeah, exactly. That's insane. That's exactly. like giving somebody a li- just like here's a loaded weapon, uh-huh. just randomly shoot it in a direction. <laughs> That's fine. Uh-huh. You're gonna you're never gonna hurt anybody. It's great. Uh-huh. Just do that. <laughs> exactly. Like, never consequences. Yeah. I I was yeah. adamant about the the triple. The triple mm-hmm. X protection, yeah. whatever, yeah. and we were we were always very careful. Yet we still managed to get knocked up with yep. our oldest mm-hmm. while yeah. I was on the pill, and we were using condoms. And because bam, yeah, wow. <laughs> that kid so wanted to be here. Well, yes, and you are extremely hot, so maybe your right. eggs are also highly desirable. Well, he's, two he's got eggs. he's got yeah. super sperm for sure. So. These things do not surprise me about the yeah. two of you. With right. what I know um, about you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I had a case of chlamydia from mm-hmm. a partner that um, said that we were monogamous and wanted uh, to lock mm-hmm. that shit down, and yep. we played once or twice without protection. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We weren't playing on a regular basis without it, mm-hmm. basis without it, and I got chlamydia, and I was like, okay, like well, how do. did this happen? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right, right. And oh Let's wait, three here. of my other friends also have it too. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Always fun. Weird yeah. how that happened. And so it was it's a great moment to yeah. say, and that does happen, and does. that's okay. Go yeah. to the fucking doctor. Right. And I did. Yeah, you know, yeah. totally. Got it taken care of. But yeah, that was that was a thing back in the day that they were telling teenagers. So girls. you like found out that you had chlamydia. You uh-huh. went to the doctor. This guy had the balls to say they did like some dye uh, injection, looking around uh-huh. and said that uh, yeah, I had done so much damage. <sighs> Yeah, which okay. was bullshit. So like, then I'm interested in yeah. hearing the next part of that awesome story, which is how the fuck did you find out the guy was lying? Like, what happened next? I got We're, pregnant. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I got, I got uh-huh. pregnant. A few years later. Uh, a couple and? years later. Yeah. And um, started, and I, I, at that point, I refused to see male doctors anymore. A nice I just mm-hmm. would not go yeah. see male doctors anymore. Yep, yep. Um, and I was talking to my female OBGYN Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't even know how this happened. Like I was on all this birth control Mm -hmm. and, you know, being responsible. And I was also told this and she was like, you were told what? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she, she rolled her eyes and was like, I cannot believe they're still doing that. So it was, it was one of the things that like she even knew. Right. Wasn't the first time she'd heard about it. The first time she'd heard about it. She said he is a liar. I mean, Mm -hmm. she flat out was like, I have no tolerance for those jackasses basically. Yeah. 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 Um, Mm. So she, she was fighting the good fight as far as being, you know, one of the only female OBGYNs back then because that was not a huge female dominated I think it's great to, I know you and I, you know, have talked a lot about that. That rage feeds 
our desire. It you does. Know, and the positive experiences of those other, you know, big sisters or that amazing forging the new path female doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like there's a great reason to understand why people don't want to go and see doctors and don't mm-hmm. want to talk about things. And I have to tell you that it, my last doctor, she's giving me, uh, I moved recently to Seattle from being way more, uh, you know, likely to fly around as a relationship coach and go and see people in Hawaii and New York. And yeah. I will fly in uh, often and work with the poly household as there maybe disbanding um and trying to figure out legal ramifications that was right right a thing I was doing for a while and then I went back to school and I was living in Bellingham so finally I got to come back to my amazing sex positive uh community in Seattle that I've been connecting with for a long time and I needed a new doctor Mm -hmm. which was a bummer because in Bellingham I had someone who was like trans friendly oh yeah uh, really kink friendly like super well informed and was totally down with the fact that I've been poly and married. Right. And so there was a lot of discussion there and testing that needed to happen. And I didn't want to have a battle every time that I needed testing. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like we're, we're going in every three to six months or yep. depending on how much yeah. play I'm having. And mm-hmm. yeah, my my doctor's down with it. So it's yep. that's yep. an important thing that people don't necessarily think about when they yeah, journey down this road. I also knew that she was a good doctor because if I would just send an email that was like, hey, I'm ready for testing. When I go in to get my cholesterol blood drawn for that test, could you just throw on some STI testing as well? Mm-hmm. Nope. That was not an option. She Ooh. would say, hey, what I would love to do is have a conversation with you about the type of sex that you've been having and the types of sex that your partners have been having so that then we can make decisions about what tests are the right tests. And Hmm. yeah, so when I met this new doctor, it was the same thing. I had just gotten back from teaching sex positive HIV prevention in Mm -hmm. Ecuador Mm -hmm. and I'm meeting with this doctor for the first time. She's giving me my pap smear, talking about which tests to choose and I'm doing the like okay I'm gonna tell her I'm poly I'm gonna tell her I'm kinky right right how is she gonna respond like this is the test and the good thing in this moment is I'm not I am not being tested I am testing her right and I'm hopeful I've had other positive experiences she launches into the well you know we'll totally test you for these herpes things these HPV things And then, just so you know, if we get positive results back, then we'll have some complicated discussions because we'll have to figure out, do we believe what these tests mean and Mm -hmm. how do we respond to them? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yes! And I start telling you all about Ecuador and these philosophies about, you know, taking risk and trying to have safer sex. Right. She's got her hand, like... In my pussy, basically. <laughs> Speculum's in. I've got the oh-so-dignified paper napkin. Right, oh, yeah. yes. they give you. Mm-hmm. Yes. A- across my belly. And meanwhile, we're both talking a mile a minute on geeking out on Safer Sex. Right, and right. And testing and stuff like that. I got super lucky. That was an Obamacare-assigned doctor. Wow. Yeah, I did not even pick her. The universe was just like dude there you go awesome doctor nice yeah she moved her office and you know what i drive i drive further <laughs> to see her because oh, she yeah. rad. i've been following my current doctor around for the last 10 years 
did she's, not. She's been through three practices. Uh-huh. And <laughs> you're like, I'm still like, I'm not letting yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Anytime I have problems with the office staff, I'm like, I have been her client longer yes. than she's worked here. Let's just put it that way. Exactly. You're not going to prevent me from seeing my doctor. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Let yeah. me through. But yeah. it was really amazing to have a previous doctor and the current doctor that are like, hey, guess what? This is not simple. This is yeah. not a simple thing where we just order all the things. You know, it's a let's talk about what types of risk do you engage in mm-hmm. with your body. And I don't have any shame attached to that at all. I'm right. your doctor. Right. I want to help you have fun because if you take care of your body, you're going to have more fun. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of doctor I want. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, fantastic. So that's kind of the big underlying theme for how I, you know, but really my perspective how you got comfort comfortable with all of this and then also like the fuel that feeds me to be a relationship coach and have those conversations that are yeah they're all about leading the awesome messy Mm -hmm. life like if it's not messy you're not doing it right is the thing (laughs) that we talk about pretty often right and you know I used to run a soap business and we would say like you know, we don't care. We don't want you to not be dirty. We just want you to be able to take a clean shower and smell good in between. So maybe you can have the hope of getting dirty again. <laughs> you know? Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And that is definitely the underlying. Yeah. Jenny Bird. My, my goal for people is to get comfortable enough with their STI talks and you know, that the health disclosures is mm-hmm. that you're not going to be any more embarrassed about talking about, and my sugar has told me this week, she doesn't want me calling it my junk anymore in front of her. It's oh. my treasure. Ah, ah. Your vestibule. <laughs> yes. I will say I have some friends that have collected some fabulous older textbooks. And if you can get your hands on The Bride's Guide oh, or yeah. other past like... Um, I have a sex guide from the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who has an extensive collection and they're really amazing mm-hmm. uh, for what the languaging is. And um, yeah, it's yeah. really, really interesting that it's really less about the science and more about how we think about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just, I keep feeling inspired by what you said earlier, Freckles, where it's like all of the health disclosure it's all right. of the yeah, yeah, yeah. The just ableism. just get as comfortable with talking about your yeah. junk as you do about like your broken ankle thing got you've got going ankle. on yeah, yeah. which yeah. is tough i feel like though all of those are hard though right well, and like, even yeah. mental health stuff too yeah you know yeah. and that's something that i disclose to to partners mm-hmm. that i'm i'm new with because there are some things that trigger ptsd responses in me that mm-hmm. it's like you know we're not going to go there and here's exactly. why and this That's is what awesome. to look for if I'm freaking out. And, yep. You yep. Know, yeah. 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 As and you know, I'm super out about being bipolar and I love, yeah, it's the anti-shame, man. It's the right? ultimate revolution. Just be like, hey, guess what? I'm not perfect. <laughs> guess what? I'm contagious. I'm contagious. Are you contagious? <laughs> guess what? I'm human. Hey, Freckles. Mm-hmm. Are you human? Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> Me too. You want to get together? Hell Be contagious yeah. together? Let's do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. uh-huh. So, yeah, like, how did you feel when you started having to talk about having a broken ankle? Like, you know, it, suddenly having to talk about 
not being perfect in your body or having other needs. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, and that's one of those things. My, 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 uh, my elevator speech on my ankle mm-hmm. has become, well, yeah, I broke the tip of my fibula. I have broken one bone in my body twice in my lifetime because <laughs> I'm fucking good at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Right? Went and so well the first and time. That's been, and that's been what I've been, you know, you mm-hmm. know, people are like, and at, at the office, people are like, oh, it's like the new fashion accessory. We've had like five people in the uh-huh. last six months have had boots. I'm yep. like, yeah, yep, exactly. yeah, I'm a follower. I'm a trend. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm setting the trends. I'm just following along. I don't. You know, well, when did you break it the first time? You're not a hipster. 25 years ago. Well, see, you were getting that. I drank bone a shit ton broken. of tequila and fell over a fence. Because <laughs> so yes, you got the boot before it was cool, man. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So yeah, I mean, I feel like we often have to have these tough conversations i have a friend who's getting their msw right now and their focus is actually to be able to coach people through and counsel people through when they've just gotten diagnosed oh, with yeah. a chronic illness yep. Yep. and yeah i feel like that you know i got to work at peace health st joseph's hospital mm-hmm. and i went to people's houses and gave them the i fall and i can't get up button right and that was a really amazing job. I was with people who were going through a really rough transition for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to spend time with people who had had something major change in their life. Yeah. Right. And were literally, I was literally giving them a new tool to figure out that shift. So yeah. my entire life has kind of been all about that. I've done a lot of this education talking to people right on because you know what you're not perfect nope and also if you don't have tools you don't work on those tools when things are going well like you don't patch the roof when it's not raining right yeah yeah so to be on the soapbox a little bit like in this culture we really pretend that we're perfect and Mm -hmm. that things are good and you know what i'm human i'm not perfect i am going to quote unquote break literally right uh, you know and also you know I'm a little bit broken like we really embrace Dan Savage's DG damaged goods yes um which he talks about in his book the kid which is pretty awesome but yeah everybody's DG in their own way and Mm -hmm. yeah I'm really into like just try put the shame out the window right try talking about it try owning it yeah it's a massive revolution. It is. To talk about your lack of perfection. And yeah. Yeah. So let's see what's in your toy bag. Oh. I know you have several toy bags. We were I talking do. about this before. I do. I kind of want to start with um, something that I love to tell people about, which is the dollar store. Right? Ah. Yeah. So <laughs> years ago, I went to a workshop on sensation play Mm -hmm. so one of the things that i pulled out of my toy bag today is a set of clips that are pink and brown they're Mm -hmm. like little laundry clips Uh you know and they are amazing when you put them on people instead of on your laundry um and different things at the dollar store like if you can get these little clothespins little plastic clothespins sometimes they're super weak Mm -hmm. which is great you can put them on people's nipples and not run the risk of having that person never date you ever again (laughs) on the other hand or 
ever leave because they liked it so exactly. much. Exactly. <laughs> right. Sometimes though, oh my God, don't start there. First date tip. Don't necessarily right. start there. These clothespins in particular are super tough. They have a metal like they, mm-hmm. they have like a, a like yeah. an inch diameter ring that yeah. has been split. It is oh, used well, as the yeah. spring. Holy yep. shit. We'll, They're really we'll get those. hardcore. We'll get a photo of those. Yeah, so we're gonna definitely them. yeah I'm the gonna have to put that on I my list. The reason I purchased them was not just that you got fifty for a dollar, but also notice that hole right there uh-huh. <laughs> yes. oh mm-hmm. yes yeah so that means that out of these guys i could create what's known as a zipper so uh-huh. i could run a string through the hole on the end and let's say i had six of these lined up on someone's upper thigh i yeah, could for starters yeah these are really <laughs> these are really intense these are really intense yeah that's... i play in the deep end of the pool don't get me wrong um and they're still pretty they have a little bit of teeth on them as well. Oh. So I put them in probably a place on the body where you have a little bit thicker skin, uh, you know, six, eight, or ten mm-hmm. in a row, mm-hmm. and then rip them all off at once yep. with a string. <sighs> that yep. is yep. what you do with the zipper. Yeah, yep. I'm hearing the, I'm seeing the nod <laughs> <Yes>. there. <laughs> yep, yep. So The recognition. <laughs> <laughs> so the dollar store is an amazing way to like, when you're first starting to get into the sex positive community, it can be a little intimidating. Some people, you know, roll into uh, sex positive spaces and party spaces with, you know, luggage. There. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're literally, yep. that's how you roll. Literally. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that can be intimidating and also, you know, costly. So there really is so much potential at the dollar store and other places to just wander around. Yep. Check we, it out. We had a, a white trash party at the club, uh-huh. and I put together a kink goodie bags for people uh-huh. and had people come back that won them. They're like, that was so much fun. What'd you yeah. put in them? Um, clothespins. Uh-huh. Different types of clothespins. Uh-huh. I also put in binder clips. Nice. Um, fly mm-hmm. swatter, which is a uh-huh. whole nother like, oh, little yeah. paddle sensation. Um, and also a bit of a bitch, like depending on the fly swatter can I, be. I have a partner for which a fly swatter is an absolute hard limit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you are going <laughs> to yep. fucking die if you bring that out. Yes, like, exactly. Got it. Yep. Done. Yep. Very stingy. Very yeah. stingy. Uh, Altoids. Altoids, yes, nice. Do you want to minty blow? Do you want to explain? Yeah, yes. totally. And yeah. Um, I had somebody say that they like to have their pussy eaten out with a uh, mouthful uh, of Altoids as interesting, well. So, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll say yeast infection alert. And oh yet, yeah, for sugar. And mm-hmm. yet, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Safer sex is a it's a spectrum, mm-hmm. kids. That's you know, the- one of the things that I found um, for safer play with mm-hmm. food play in particular mm-hmm. is putting a tampon in before you start playing ah, so the food cannot it. get up in there uh-huh. and then when you pull it out it's you know nice nice this also feels like a clean great workspace yep. clean workspace exactly mm-hmm. leave no trace i feel like there's <laughs> this is a great opportunity too to segue back into there's not a lot of like hard and fast <laughs> rules for how to do safer sex you you really do have to figure out what works for you Mm -hmm. and what works for your partners and because like i i don't have a latex allergy but Mm -hmm. i don't like it yeah so Ah. for me the nitrile gloves and Mm -hmm. the uh, skins condoms Mm -hmm. are my favorite Uh go-tos um saran wrap works really well for a lot of things yep yep totally if if you're scissoring and have a girl that wants to cover all that up mm-hmm. absolutely let's mm-hmm. make that happen and then just lube on both sides yeah you know? <laughs> exactly good times yes. 
yeah, yeah. making it work for everybody and covering up your toys when you're playing with other people some but he didn't even think about that. So one of my tricks going to a sex party is like layering a whole bunch of condoms yep. over um, my Hitachi or whatever. So it, it can just be a quick whip one off and you've got a clean surface there. Absolutely. So yeah. Up those I had went to an amazing workshop at Babeland again when I was a babe um, <laughs> back, you know, back when it was toys in Babeland. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, one of the tips that I got there was you know, a couple of different condoms layered up Yep. so that if you start out with, say, this amazing Fieldo, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. toys in my toy bag. Tell me about that. Well, so you could have two <laughs> condoms that both have been looped up mm-hmm. and you start by slowly sliding in this Fieldo and then fuck the shit out of somebody's pussy. Mm-hmm. And then you can pull it out, take off that first condom and stick it in their ass. Mm-hmm. And enjoy fucking them in their ass. Right. And then pull it. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to, like, keep things safe and mm-hmm. separate. Same workshop. S- safer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a little bit as much as you can. Yep. Same workshop. Towel at the foot of the bed or mm-hmm. the massage table or whatever scene furniture you're using is awesome. Like, just have a towel, whatever comes out. That is you're done playing with that's super mm-hmm. hopefully on the towel. yeah and hopefully it's super ooey and gooey because things were good right <laughs> goes on the towel and also you can just kind of wrap up the towel stick it in your pl- toy bag and be done and be done yeah. take things to the autoclave mm-hmm. so you've got your your clips there that you love mm-hmm. and i see of course the hitachi yeah yes. never leave home without it now how did you get turned on to the hitachi so i had a friend who bought uh, a Westie, a Westfalia, is that right? Uh, the the travel vans. Oh, yes. oh yeah, the, that are the big. Volkswagen Westfalia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she, I think, specifically, um, she told me pretty early on in our friendship that she could not come any other way than with the Hitachi. Ah, now don't get me wrong; she had plenty of other partners and loved to have other things done to her. Sure, mm-hmm. but the Hitachi being somewhere near. Her, her clit for basically every orgasm huh. right. was part of her play, big essential part of her play. So she bought this particular type of camper travel van for going to festivals so that she would be able to plug in her Hitachi <laughs> because it has like... It has power plugs. In power plugs, yep. yeah. In the back, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. actually, I can tell that uh, Mr. Bear has been using this because it does not have an extension cord. Oh, the slut tether! I call that the slut tether. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Oh, you know what? He took. I bet. I'm willing to bet money. He took the extension cord off of this and plugged it into the buffer. Oh, there you ah. go. You've got a great story about that. Tell oh, me about your other toys gosh. first, and we'll come back so and hear your So both delicious. of these other toys are Tantus toys, um, which I adore. So my Fieldo is a double-ended dildo. Not a double-headed, um, but it's kind of shaped like a V, mm-hmm. and there's a shorter end. Mm-hmm. So its design is to have the shorter end go inside someone's yep. vagina, and mm-hmm. then if you close your legs, then you have dildo that's sticking out so you have your own cock and you can have someone sit on top of you Mm -hmm. or if you're madly skilled you can be on top of them and fuck them right 
that is not how I use it. Okay. Actually, though that is great fun, and I have tested it. Does work. Mm-hmm. I endorse this product. Um, it's an amazing handle. I sleep with, as does Mr. Bird and other people that I date. People who really like a solid pounding. Yeah. And uh, they've, you know, done a lot of testing and figured out that deep dicking did not make them any straighter. And yet, <laughs> they still really... <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I hit your funny spot over there. Yeah. Yay. So... Yeah, it's an amazing thing. You can be pretty wet, pretty sloppy, have some excellent squirting going on, yeah. and still hold on to yes. the damn toy. Yeah. Um, and I love hold that. on with your hand or with yeah. your vagina. So you oh, so you've got it in your hand yes. with a short end that would normally be designed to go in someone's vagina. Yep, you're actually holding on. Got it. To yeah. it okay. with your hand. As you fuck your partner yes. in that moment. It's a joystick for the joystick. Yep. It's really great. It is nice. really great. Yeah. I went to a party not that long ago that was a design your own sex toy party. Fun. And yeah, we got put in little groups and were timed and had to do a pitch and we had clay and pens. And yes. yeah, you guys, great party. What a blast. Yeah, nice. thanks, thanks to my friends who did that. Yeah. But almost every toy that got designed in my group which involves several body positive, larger people, or yeah. not as able-bodied people, all had long handles. Because, oh, yes. you know, for me, I'm a goddess, and I love being able to, like, still access my pussy when I am masturbating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's further to reach. It's mm-hmm. further to get there. So, yeah, right. multiple people in my group... Uh, Everything had a longer handle or a fabulous thing Fun. that came off the end with a big uh, round spiral. And yes. Other groups were like, so why? And oh, yeah. like, so you can use it on maybe someone who's over there. There's curves. <laughs> yeah. On yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Cool. Really, really awesome. Cool. Uh, so this is my little amazing little travel selfie that I use. Yeah. Um, and it's glitter blue which is also it's like a little fabulous. tardis yes it is exactly like a little tardis <laughs> it definitely goes deep into space Fantastic. it is it is curved in such a way that it hits my g-spot really really well so nice. when i'm masturbating it's awesome um it also has a really good flange so mm-hmm. if someone else wants me to wear it with a harness it's a really versatile toy but mm-hmm. yeah i kind of never leave home without this i took this uh I've taken this abroad. This actually, this dildo is um, well world, traveled, huh? World renowned traveler. It's been to three different countries, and oh. you don't need a passport for it, huh? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Though those airport stories, yeah, have lots of airport yeah. stories. So these yeah. are your main go tos, and then you yeah. you also have a pretty extensive collection of of kink gear too. Yes. Yeah, yes, definitely. So I have had the amazing experience, like I mentioned before. I moved um, to Capitol Hill when I was 20. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't even married to Mr. Barry yet. And we were living in sin, just to clarify. We weren't Perfect. married yet. We were living together. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, take sounds, full ownership. Sounds good. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was good. We were making it work. Um, and we did, you know, the things that people normally do. We tried using a curtain rod for a spanking, you know, mm-hmm. like, which mm-hmm. is not a, you know, yeah. just for the folks out there, well, they're yeah. really brittle. 
and so they have a higher <laughs> right. danger risk. It's just a normal thing that people do because yeah. you know what? You're not perfect. Right. And you really do want to just try sticking it up there to see how it feels. But there are better ways to do it. And I was lucky. I lived literally down the street from Toys and Babeland. They had amazing workshops. They had an extensive library. Yeah. Um, I got to go to workshops and learn all kinds of things. Um, didn't discover the wet spot until years later. Yeah, which is again, now known as CSPC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've yeah. been really lucky. Like these things that started out with different names in the past, I was around and now yeah. they are, you know, we have CEF that takes place, which gives a lot of yep. people a point of entry. Yep. <clears throat> That's the Seattle Erotic Arts Festival, which is coming up here in a couple months. Mm, I'm excited so about it this exciting. year. Call yeah. for art out yes. right now. Yes, it is. Deadline approaching soon. So, oh. You know, I got really lucky. I did a lot of workshops and I identify as a trisexual. I would try yep. basically anything once. And if I really like it, I'm going to try it a whole bunch more See, times. And I tell people you need to try it more than once because the first time you don't know if you liked it. Uh, you know, because I've, uh-huh. I've had experiences uh-huh. and talked to people that it's like, well, I'm not sure about that. Then try it again. Absolutely. You There's know? definitely too. like I thought I wasn't into electrical play uh-huh. for a really long time and then learned, you know, certain t- like electrical play is a vast, wide changing experience. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of. Yeah. You can buy an electric fly swatter. If you find an electric fly swatter, <laughs> um, buy it. Someone in your life will either hate you or love you. Or both. But put it in your toy bag. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I have gotten to do everything under the sun um, from needle play to electrical play and just had an amazing exposure to a wide range of things. Yeah. And yeah. I met a lot of literal pros really when I was really young and so kind of really got to learn from people who are professional doms or yeah. educators. Yeah. And yeah, so I have toy bags. I have toy boxes, actually. <laughs> and I pull out different boxes for different parties. And sure. Because I am a trisexual. And, and different partners, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different dates, you know. Um, it's It's definitely an amazing experience to have been exposed to so many different things and what that means also is that I really really my form of compersion my form of being a trisexual Mm -hmm. means that if somebody says near me this is a warning I guess um be careful if you're sitting near me and you say I've never tried (laughs) (laughs) because I may not help you with that exactly like yeah it may not be my entire I tend to not pick a thing and geek out on that one thing sure but I love having like a little bit of this back in a box oh yeah back in a closet and yeah pull it out being ready to rock and roll mm-hmm. so Absolutely. thank you so much for being with us this today was so this much was fun fabulous and a blast and I love, we had a great time yeah. so i love talking about fucking perfectionism yeah we it. need to have you back so you can talk about uh your upcoming seminars that you're putting together if you, yeah. you want to give us a yeah. little sneak peek on that well what i'll tell you is that the fucking perfectionism which is a secret society that's not so secret ah. the honest outliers club is a thing that is just going to and be we'll have you back existence. to talk about that yeah because so, i think it's it's definitely a full-on discussion yeah. it's I, gonna have a lot intriguing. of different arms but what excellent that's the umbrella cool the secret right. society fantastic mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much, Jenny Bird. Yay, thanks for having you me. Can, you can find her online. She's got a great headshot, little business card website up right now, which is going to be expanding, but that's mm-hmm. the best way to contact her, and that's JennyBirdRelationshipCoaching.com. And that's uh, Jenny with one N. It is. Mm-hmm. We'll, yes. we'll put a you link to it on our website. You either one, though. Well, you can. I learned Excellent. that. Excellent. Yes. Well done. Deal. The things yeah. that you learn after 20 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she is on the Twitters at SexPoseCoach, S-E-R. X-P-O-Z-C-O-A-C-H. And I have a Facebook page too, so feel free to hit me up on Facebook. Fantastic. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. And you can get a hold of us, Hal Freckles. Oh, yeah, at uh, um, theofacepodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, drop us a line. You can also find all of our episodes and uh, links at theofacepodcast.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at the O Face Podcast. I'm <laughs> sensing a theme. Also- <laughs> what I'm hearing is that we are not only social sluts, but social yeah. media. Social yes. media sluts. Yes. Hells, sure. yes. We are wide open yes, to indeed. new yes, contacts. Spreading um, our legs all over the internet. Us you can find us on uh, Facebook at the O Face Podcast and also at Freckles O Face and Jack O Face. And eventually, someday, Miss Jingle will have her own Facebook presence, but uh, maybe not. Maybe Twitter's enough for all of you out there. No, um, we are not going to pressure you <laughs> to go beyond your level exactly. of desire with we social have, media. All right. We have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash theofacepodcast. Mm-hmm. And does that is that everything? I think, I think that's it. I think that's all yeah. of them for right now. Yes. Nice. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, there it is. We're... We're giving 110%, and at the same time, we are doing it wrong. That looks <laughs> And Joey is going to try it out. Oh, burner stories, yes. Yeah. That's such a... It's good to not be a doctor who doesn't have a playa name yet. Dust-fueled <laughs> dreams. <laughs> oh my God. Tales of misfortune and woe. Perfect. All right, how's the volume there, Mr. B? The volume is pretty good. So. Let me know you when you want us to start the sound check. Go ahead. Mm. Go ahead and start the sound check. Oh. Yeah. We're I mean, I've been recording. Now. I'm going to cut a bunch of stuff, but. <laughs>